passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Summer's coming. Are you ready to unveil that beach pod? Manscaped is here to ensure your body is ready for the wild with their game-changing full-body grooming and hygiene product. Don't be the guy at the beach with Austin Powers chest hair. And maybe you've grown some winter man tits. At least you can make them hairless. It's time to get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com and getting 20% off in free shipping with my promo code Bubba. Manscaped is dedicated to helping you increase your confidence and level up your full-body grooming game with the Performance Package 4.0. The kit comes with the essential lawnmower 4.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer and a ton of other liquid formations to round out your grooming routine. Whether you're trimming your chest or your treasure chest in your pants, doesn't matter. This is the best trimmer on the market. Inside the Performance Package, you're going to find the Manscaped Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Ball Toner, Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, and Moisturizer. Because we all know how painful chafing can be when you're wearing your bathing suit all day. Nobody likes nose hairs, so their package comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 as well. You're also going to get two free gifts. The Shed Travel Bag, about a $39 value, and the patented high-performance Reduced Chafing Manscaped Boxers. And if you're wearing sandals, you're going to need to get the Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Having the right tools for grooming is a essential. Do yourself a favor and always use the right tools for the job. Get 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. That's 20% off in free shipping with promo code Bubba at manscaped.com. Trim your chesticles with the besticles at manscaped.com. Promo code Bubba. Hello. Happy Friday. What a great day. Mark from Tarpon Springs. God bless you. What an incredibly inspirational story. You know, um, I hear... Oh, welcome to the Anna Hummel Show, by the way. Uh, I will be here with you probably for about the next hour or so, depending on where the, the turns and the bending of the road leads us. So 81390-BUBBA, if you'd like to call in and contribute to the conversation, I'd love to have you. A huge thank you to Mark from Tarpon Springs. Uh, That's all he wants to be known by, I suppose, for the very gracious and just moving amount of money that he sent to this operation because he, he loves Bubba, he loves the show, he loves what the show has done for him. And the more Bubba Army that I meet, the more I realize, you know, I'm not putting myself over or anything like that. I mean, I do sometimes, but not right now. But I, I, I'm sometimes I'm confused by why people love the show so much. And what I realize, the story I've heard pretty much over and over, different iterations of it at least, is that the show gives about, you know, four to five hours, depending on how much you listen, of just kind of comic relief 
a distraction from a lot of shit that you go through, especially during hard times, just kind of alleviates a little bit of that for just a few hours a day so that you can kind of, it, it offers escapism, I suppose, where you can just forget about your own issues and worry about, you know, if Bubba is going to Ronnie's wedding, you know, stuff like that you immerse yourself in. And I know from my own experience that that certainly helped when I was going through hard shit was focusing on other people's drama and silly escapades and what they were involved in allowed me to kind of forget my own problems even just for a few short minutes. And that was always just very helpful just to get a laugh in, you know, and I can I can tell that Mark is probably part of that stock of people where the show offered comic relief at just the the right moments in his life when he really needed uh, a distraction for something like that. And of course, Brian from Philly. You know, I love money, Brian. From, I mean, who doesn't really? I know we say it's like a Jewish thing, but like name me someone who doesn't love a discount or some money or a gift or something. So, Brian, thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, maybe, maybe I enjoy it a little bit more than some, but I just, it's, it's great. It's great when you're treated or people like what you're doing, or they send you a gift in the mail or a package, or they donate $20 to the show. Thank you, Brian from Philly. Appreciate you. Uh, 81390 Bubba. Yeah. So Mark, thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, what a, just a sleeper cell of someone who was touched by the show enough to give a $10,000 donation without anything like didn't doesn't want necessarily a, an invitation to barp or wants to be known doesn't want all the praise but you're getting it buddy and so thank you so so very much really really appreciate it what a what a way to kick off Friday and then on top of that not having to like you know it's always a great day when we just happen to not cover sports you know, just a little bit. I mean, the Dion thing is different because that's a personal friend and it's, you know, it's exciting and the rise up and stuff. But the problem with even talking about Dion, at least from my perspective, is that that then bleeds into, you know, the rays and this guy and the stats and the numbers. And I'm just like, oh, like my brain just like pew, shuts off, which is odd because like I, most of you know, if, you, if you've been listening to the show for, you know, any given amount of time, you know that I have a... A, a, a pretty sharp memory, pretty good, pretty, uh, pretty solid memory. I don't forget much and I can pretty much learn most things. I set my mind to learn, to memorize, to know, but for some reason with sports, it's real fucking hard for me to digest any sort of knowledge or facts. Cause it's just, a, it's it just the apathy gets in the way. And I just like, I'm like, I don't care. And you just start to like zone, zone out a little bit. Hey, Neil Malpleasure, $9.99. Um, thank you to my fasting coach. And that's great. You know, if I can be uh, a coach to anybody, I don't even really think I'm a coach. I'm more of like a seed planter. You know, I just plant a seed and then I just watch it grow. And that's what I, I love hearing. I get emails all the time, actually messages from people on Instagram sometimes, but mostly email or, you know, they reach out to me personally or call in like Farva and they just let me know, hey, or in person, because sometimes I see you guys in person from time to time and you you let me know that the fasting is working. And like I said, I know I've said this before and as, as touched as I am by your stories, which I am and it's great and I'm very proud of you, it touches me even more just knowing that I was right. Like that really, I'm just like, oh yeah. Fuck yeah, it's working. Everything I'm saying is going according to plan. 
But, you know, I mean, both things can be true. This is, you know, mutually beneficial, a lot of overlapping Venn diagrams of it's working for you and it's also working for me because I was right and everybody's happy, less bloated, losing fat, you know, A plus job. Very proud, very proud. Um, I know yesterday we talked a lot about the 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 boob caper, the, the, the boob job that I was offered when I... I wouldn't say when I first started working here, um, they got to know me before they really started to break me down, you know, physically with how I looked. So that was nice for them to just kind of hold off a little bit. Um, And then they, you know, it was very apparent, you know, as soon as you meet me, you realize there's not a lot going on um, in my breasticle region. And so it it was a very kind offer for, well... Bubba basically like bullied Dan into it. I don't know if if Dan would have done it on his own accord, and that's fine. Uh, But I was offered a free boob job. And you guys know now, after having me on the show for, you know, three years and some change, that I fucking love free shit. I love it. Uh, So it seems kind of odd that something as valuable and expensive as cosmetic surgery, breast augmentation... Uh, it's not it's not a cheap procedure, nor should it be, but it's it's not um, that I would turn that down. Why would I turn that down? And we talked about it. But what I liked about yesterday's conversation was it wasn't just about the fact that I was wasn't doing it and that I'm a loser for not doing it. But it was kind of like a deep psychological dive into why I don't want them or why I wouldn't want them. And um I, I appreciated that because it kind of had me kind of uh, do a deep dive on myself. You know, there, there's moments where I have moments of self-reflection as to, you know, why I do things, why I don't do things. I'm sure we all have those moments where you're like, why am I like this? But that was kind of a, an, an interesting experience in real time going like, why, why, why do I, why am I like this? Because I wasn't necessarily raised that way you know my my mother like still looks great she's in great shape she's I wouldn't call her especially vain um but she was always like she never like let herself go ever and she's 65 now and she still is has a great body and you know she did dance all her life I grew up in a dance studio my mom does you know she walks she bikes she does all this shit and that really paid major dividends for her later on because I th- I think I talked about this before. I know I have, but my mom had open heart surgery almost two years ago where she had a prolapsed mitral valve, which is just kind of like a product of, you know, genetics and also age. But because she le- led such a a healthy lifestyle for her entire life, she was really able to... Um, compensate perfectly fine and that's probably why the problem persisted and why she didn't you know go into I don't know what happened cardiac arrest or something why she didn't have that her other body parts and her heart was strong enough to kind of work around the issue and then she recovered very easily you know all she wanted to do was just like go back to her walking regimen and her she does uh, aerobics and stuff like that so and dance from time to time, even at 65, she still does, you know, tap dancing and stuff like that. So she was able to to bounce back extremely quickly. And that was like a beautiful window into my future of if I keep this shit up, if I keep up the 
working out and the eating right and all that bullshit that when something goes wrong, you know, it's not just complete system failure. And then even if it is complete system failure, you can kind of bounce back pretty quickly. Your body can handle a hit. So, uh, and you guys know I'm obsessed with longevity. I, I really am. I, I, I find it fascinating to think that, you know, we are truly, with a few exceptions, we are truly in the driver's seat of our lives and where they're going. And I think that that's powerful and a really a different sort of narrative than we're then we talk about all the time of like being a victim of our circumstances and we can't do anything and feel sorry for us and blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I'm just, a, you know, like a product of my environment, which you are. But, you know, to really take the responsibility and accountability and you also get all the credit as well when you do things the right way and that you truly are in the driver's seat. And I just I find that to be powerful and exciting where it's like, fuck, I don't have to. I don't have to get heart disease at at 60. I don't have to I don't have to die at 70. I can fucking live, you know, I can be I can be in my own blue zone. For those that don't know that that is um, a pocket on the globe where there's a lot of um centarians and whatever. You live to 100 plus. So, there's a few blue zones. Uh, I'm sure maybe some of you watched that Netflix deal about the blue zones. I would watch all but the last episode is kind of fucking boring. But uh, all the other ones where they he actually went to different places around the world to Sardinia and Italy and Okinawa, Japan and Loma Linda, I think, in in California and kind of interviewed these people who were living 100 plus and not just 100 plus and like shitting themselves and, you know, intubated and, you know, just didn't have a good quality of life. I mean, we're talking about people who were able to walk upstairs or maybe even run upstairs, ride a horse uh, walk up hills, walk down hills, um, and just kind of showed you the life of of someone who lived a pretty healthy life and and were able to live well into their hundreds and still have you know mental mental sharpness, which is which is obviously the goal. I mean, there's really no point in living if you're just kind of like a you know re re and you're shitting your pants and you have dementia and all that sort of shit like that's not a life worth living it's not just about lifespan but also about health span so uh yes um i love all that sort of stuff and we started talking about you know the boob job caper which i feel like i was trying not to read chat as i was having this conversation which was on youtube and you can find it on our podcast it was yesterday's podcast but I get to, I, I'm always afraid that I'm going to offend people, offend people that I like. Right. You know, I don't really care about most of you, but some of you I know personally. And here's the thing, like a lot of my friends have breast, have had breast augmentation, have implants. And me at saying my stuff about my own body has no bearing on like any morality or what I think people should and shouldn't do. Like, it's such a personal thing that I could tell when I was trying to explain why I didn't want it, I was like, I felt like I was inevitably insulting people that would want it or had it or whatever. And um, I would just like to clarify that, first off, like, don't care what I think. Like, I would just tell you, don't be offended by my opinion. It's just me. Most of you hate me and you don't care about me anyway. So why would you even be offended by something that I would say if you don't even value my opinion? That is where I would start. And you probably shouldn't value my opinion because I'm fucking weird, okay? My parents didn't even raise me this way. 
I, I think I told my mom about the breast augmentation thing when it was offered up the first time. And she's like, fucking do it. And, and I was like, no. And she's like, you're insane. Um, like I mentioned yesterday, my own sister is again i'm not sure i was supposed to be saying this but whatever she she never she never listens to me on the radio anyway so it's okay she herself is getting breast augmentation i think it's 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 10 grand so she'll be spending that sort of money um and again i was i was curious and i i questioned her about it as well oh rodolfo rivero rodolfo rivero 20 dollars on the super chat appreciate you very very much all of you thank you again um yeah, so there were there were a few things that I I may have said. I I wasn't trying to step on any toes, and I even had a friend who had breast augmentation reach out to me because I kind of clickbaited it a little bit, and she follows the Bubba Army, and she's like, "I'm curious as why like you 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 said you didn't want to get you know a boob job like the real reason." I think that's how I, I think that's how I um. I, I titled it on the podcast as like the real reason why, as if there was some it's like, well, first off, that's a little bit of clickbait. And then we had an honest discussion and she's a super cool chick. She's like one of my best friends. So I can speak openly and honestly with her about it without, you know, fearing that I'm insulting her because she is, you know, she a she's cool she, and she has a sense of humor and she has a functioning brain that works that isn't just looking to get offended. People, I was talking to Rob Kahn about this yesterday. I had a private lesson with, with him, courtesy of uh, Scout and Big Gulp. Thank you so much. Um, and we were talking about how people just, they 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 like getting offended. Like, it's fun for them, you know. And, and it's funny because, like, I enjoy getting angry. Like, I, I it gives me energy. But I can't get angry on behalf of anybody else except for myself. I mean, maybe if it was, like, a close friend or a family member or someone said something about my dad or whatever, then maybe I can be like, fuck you. But most of the time, it's really hard to upset me unless it's you made, you didn't say about Jews or women or immigrants or atheists. Like I couldn't care less, but because I'm like, that has nothing to do with me. I, this is an arbitrary thing that me and other Jews have in common. Like who cares? Or me and other women, like, I have much more in common with, like, I would say most men or people that I work with here than I do with other women in terms of interests. Like, yeah, we have a, more of a chromosomal attachment, but that's so, like, uh, meaningless. Who cares if I had other women? I fight for other women. I don't understand this. It just doesn't. I have, I feel like no, no extra sense of camaraderie with another woman. It's like, who am I friends with as a person? You know, it's never like bros before hoes or the the reverse of that, chicks before dicks, whatever. I'm like, do I know you? You're my friend? Then I'm on your fucking side. You know, like, uh, like, let's say, let's use one of my best friends, Will, right? You know, Will has a girlfriend. And I love her. She's so sweet. But if shit goes down, I mean, I got his back. Unless he did something really heinous. But most of the time, like, I'm going to, it's not chicks before dicks. It's fucking, you know, it's who whoever my... Whoever my buddy is, that's who who I support most of the time, unless he like murdered her or something. Not that I know anything about boyfriends murdering, you know, girlfriends have no connection there. Yikes. Um, but yeah, so I just I wanted to um not necessarily apologize. Maybe explain. Maybe you had questions. Maybe there's other women that feel the same way that I do because then I'm like after the show, I I really on the drive back home, I was like, what's What's wrong with me? Like who? Now, let me say this first off. 
Women love to be objectified. They do. They claim that they don't. It's the same thing where it's like, I don't want attention. Like, I don't need it. You just want attention. It's like we can all agree that it's a human desire to want attention in some capacity. Not always in the same way. Some people want it for their career. Some people want it as like, I'm a good mother. Some people want other people to think they're smart or they're beautiful or they're rich or whatever the case may be. But everybody wants attention, even if it's just from their partner. You know, it doesn't, when we say attention, it doesn't mean you have to be, you know, you're looking for Instagram fame or fame in general. It's just, sometimes you just, you want to be noticed by other people. I mean, you think about one of the first things that that a child does, I mean, besides like eating, shitting and sleeping, is they want attention from their parents or their guardians. Right. It's it, they're 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 mommy. Look at me. Watch me do like we never grow out of that. We still want people to pay attention to us. And that would make sense. Evolutionarily, you want people to because we're we're tribal animals we are not solitary animals by any means and solitude or being exiled from the group was a death sentence in the environment in which we evolved so it would make sense that you want to keep the attention of other people so that they kind of have a rough idea of like where you are that you matter that they're going to fight for you that you belong to a tribe that um people have your back whatever the case may be that attention is kind of a proxy for that are people looking at me? Do they care about me? Do they want to be around me? Do they do I matter to them? Can I influence them? You know, that all that where am I in the status hierarchy? All that sort of shit is kind of attention can kind of give you clues into into all the into all of those sorts of things. You know, if we were solitary animals, then attention would be meaningless because it's like, well, we can just survive on our own. But when it requires a group cohesion um, and cooperation, it would make sense that that wanting attention that being in tune with if you're getting attention would be adaptive so um back to women wanting to be objectified the pc thing is to say you don't want to be objectified because men are filthy pigs and why would you know and i dress this way for me lies 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 you never dress your if you if you dressed for yourself then you would walk around in your apartment alone in in full makeup with the heels and the dress. And I guarantee you there's zero women that do that unless they're webcam girls, maybe. But then it's obvious as to, you know, they're in front of an audience, not, you know, literally, but digitally. So, you know, don't ever, because it's not the, it's not the PC thing to say that you want to be objectified, but you do. Of course you do. Typically you, you only say that you don't want to be objectified when people that you don't find attractive start objectifying you. Then you're like, you filthy pig, you disgusting creep, you fat ass. Then that's usually men are pigs. But then if it's like the hot guy, and the rich guy and the tall guy that are objectifying you or find you attractive, then you're like more than flattered, right? You're more than flattered. So it's, it's very bizarre. Um, I don't want to say like, don't listen to women when they tell you something. Oftentimes they virtue signal and they say things that they they think will make them more likable. And um, clearly I don't care about that. No one likes me. So I will tell you the truth. I will tell you the truth that women want to be objectified. And usually the ones that don't are gross. So they're like, don't objectify women that you're a filthy pig. 
They're just jealous. No, is it jealous? No, it's envious. They're envious. There's a difference. They're envious that they themselves aren't being sexually, again, sexually objectified. Uh, because uh, they would like that attention, but unfortunately they can't get it because, you know, they like going to BK a little too often, I suppose. So that is the truth, okay? That's what's really going on. So then I'm like, well, if it's a human desire or a female desire to be objectified, like why wouldn't I want to put myself in a situation where I would be more sexually objectified in a positive way? So that was really what kind of got into my head yesterday. I'm like, what went wrong or what went differently in my either in my upbringing or some sort of influence? Like what happened that that is something that I'm repelling? I'm trying to repel a certain type of attention. Obviously, I love attention. Look at me. I got a mic in front of me and no one else is here. It's all about me. And that's fantastic. That's my favorite topic is myself, obviously, as is yours. I mean, your top favorite topic isn't me. Your favorite topic is you. That's just, and I accept that, and that's fantastic, and, you know, whatever. I'm neutral about it. Um, but I it, I did do a deep dive yesterday. I'm like, why is it the case that I am trying to repel positive male attention? And um, before I get into kind of like a deeper dive as to why, I, you know, and, and I would love for if there's women that, you know, are listening right now and they kind of, feel the same way or can like understand it or maybe the exact opposite you know i'd love to hear from you and guys as well 81390bubba uh call in hello who's this on it's florida stanley i got a couple questions yes florida stanley good to hear from you i'm glad you're back in in bubba's good graces great job with the yeah with the me song. too yeah. <laughs> um what uh how come you're not monitoring cash app i don't have access to it oh I thought it was on one of the screens up there on Bubba's station. No, it's, um, I thought he was getting notifications on his phone. I know uh, Lummy has like 50 screens in front of him where he's monitoring everything. But the only things that I ever see would be, well, I know you don't, you can't do anything on Rumble, but just super chat. And then uh, I I don't, the only Venmo I have is my personal one and I'm not going to shout that out. So, yep. uh, yeah, I, I, I do apologize. It'll be considered, quote, after hours trading, and we will announce it on, on Monday. Okay. A um, couple more questions. Yeah. Um, wh- how many times have you gotten Botox from Dan? Um, maybe three or four times. So you're, Was yes. Always on the same day of the week? Uh, maybe, like maybe Fridays. Okay. Because what I'm trying to do is for the next 199, I'm trying to schedule uh, Botox with him. For like that Friday when I come up for 199, so I can just get there, you know, earlier and do Botox. But I know like he does only Botox on certain days, so I wasn't sure. Oh, I have Friday no idea. I have no idea. I w- he's going to send you over to Jennifer Naba, um, one of my new uh-huh. best friends, who's super sweet, and she is kind of handles Dan's schedule, Doctor Dan's schedule. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last question. Yeah. When is the next 199? Uh, October 27th. That's what I'm going to say okay. without looking at my phone. And now I am going to look at my phone and just confirm that that is correct because I believe it is. And yep, I am right. October 27th, already locked and loaded. As for November, I don't, I don't really know when it is because I didn't, I don't have it in my phone. But anyways, the 27th October of October. 27th. Yep. All right. I'll see you then. Yep. Bye. All right. Bye. I think it'd be kind of fun to do a. Oh! Brian from Philly! Beep, beep. Oh, 
Oh, sorry. That was a snipe. Oh, Brian from $100. Super chat. Sorry. Thank you for the money. Hello, who's this? Uh, homo, it's Joe the Supermark. Oh, Joe. My one and only fan. Hello, how's it going? Tremendous. Um, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, I would be lying if I told you I, it's hard to smile today. Really hard to smile today. Why is it hard to smile today? Almost impossible to smile. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm just... When I when I woke up this morning, I found out that I was still muted on Rumble and whatever it's called. Who on, muted you? Timed out or whatever it is. On a YouTube. moderator? Is it because is it because you stand yeah. up for me? Is it because you're an activist and you stand up for what you believe in? I mean, I don't really know what it is. It was because I I got angry. Oh, okay. It was just a rough situation, but. What happened was, yeah, the show started buffering yesterday. Uh oh! And right at that same moment, the show started buffering right in the middle of the show. I mean, it happens wherever we're used to. It, but right at that moment, I found out that my PC wasn't coming into work. Oh no! And that we and that and that we were on our own again. So my mother delivered that information to me, and and that happened at the same time. So I typed into the YouTube chat. It's something every day. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's no. something new every day. And uh, maybe somebody took that as me complaining about the, the technical difficulties, which I have problems with machinery and computers and everything like that all the time. It's not my fault. It's because it's just the way stuff is. It just happens. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess right away I got timed out, so I shot over to Rumble. Yeah, and I, I had the things I had said at Rumble just before I got, I got whatever it's called. They're muted. Mm-hmm. I had just complimented Babyface's smile when he was. Yeah, I shouldn't to, have done that. Dark new parody. <laughs> yeah, I just said he's got a beautiful smile because yeah. it was. Did you see how happy he was? Um, yeah, I mean he's very toothy, much like myself. So yeah, it, it sometimes you can't even help, but it's not that you're smiling; it's just that your mouth is always agape because you just got a lot of teeth action going on. I know what that's like. Yeah. So after I couldn't, I typed something and, and it said you're you're muted. Mm. So that's it. And then when, and then this morning I was muted all day. I I couldn't wish you a good morning. I couldn't ask Dan what flavor monster he was drinking or all my mm. usual fun things I like to do. Well, so, let me. But I do want to say yeah. something if you don't mind. I yeah, wanna, yeah. Go ahead, get it out. Get it out. I want to. I want to. I just want to thank all my supermarket maniacs that were pulling for me in chat, wishing me well and telling me hi. They knew I'd be watching and, and uh free supermarket. That's what they were saying. That was some good stuff. Yeah. That's the, that's the new wave of, of the next movement is, is free supermarket. So listen, I'll talk to, to Lummy yeah, and, or, yeah. or Rhett about getting you unmuted I, again. Anything technical is, is typically not my arena, but I can certainly relay the message for you. Oh, this is that's not that's not even what I was calling about. I mean, oh, oh, okay. That's just the, the prelude to what you actually are calling about, which yeah. is. Well, then I mean, I just wanted to lead up to the fact that now all of a sudden my PCA is one of them. I think she tried to commit suicide, and PCA. And one, she just she just tested. Yeah, like the you already know I'm in a hospital that can't walk. Yeah. Bedridden 24 hours a day. You already know the whole deal. Yeah. So I have PCAs that come in and they can provide breakfast. What, what personal care assistant? Is that what that is? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have I have morning help, the one that comes in 10 to 3. And the Who has to wipe your butt? 
Do you have a special relationship multiple. with that woman? Oh, okay. There's multiple. But, okay. I have a special relationship with, with one, once somebody wipes your butt, you develop a relationship with them on another level. There's so many, mm. like, the same thing if you have a wrestling match with somebody, yeah. you develop a special relationship with them. So there's, I'm sure there's a lot of other activities that we can draw parallels, but sure. yeah, once somebody puts their hand, and of course the first wipe is always very the deepest. Yeah. I have a giant ass. I bet you so do. It's not, is it it's wide not or does ass. it protrude? Do you know what I'm saying? Like there's two I real dimensions of an ass when it's like, oh, it's a big ass. It's like, what do you mean? Is it a wide ass? Because I've seen, and I know you guys have too, the 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 archetype and the phenotype of someone, uh, like let's just say a woman, who has a ginormous ass, but also no ass at all. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's wide, but then she turns to the side and it's flat. Is that it's your wide. ass? No. No, I, you got a, like a booty. I, I've been told by many a girl that their favorite feature of mine has been my ass. I've been told I have a bubble. And a bubble butt. Fat. So now I can only imagine what I got back there. You got a donkey. That's what you got. And my PCAs compliment me. I don't know if they're just paying me that in lip service or funny. if it's legit. But they say, yo, you got a nice ass. Mm. So As they're they wiping it. Up in there and, As they're no, wiping no, they the shit me. away, they're like, hey, you got a nice ass ass no no while they're wiping the shit away sometimes they just stay shut you know what i mean i just go yeah. in my zone and i kind of black out and then i just stay facing the wall okay let them do what they're doing but okay so there's not a lot of dialogue going on during the actual ass wiping like do they try to like talk I mean, to you to distract you or is it just everyone just shuts the fuck up for a second so basically what moment of silence sometimes sometimes, sometimes what i'll do is I'll do like you do when you're broadcasting. You're on a Hummel show where you just talk straight and you don't let anybody else talk. Yeah. I'm not talking about when you're talking about life. when you're just on the mic. Yeah. So I just literally just go from topic to topic to mm. topic, just completely off the topic of how you have your hand in my ass. But mm. one thing I always do at the end, I started doing this and it's very good. Yeah. I take the washcloth when they're done and I say, oh, give me that because I know the hiding spots and I get up, I can get my arm back there and kind of get into the high spots and make sure everything's good. You can reach back and there? dry with paper towels. Huh? You know, you you can reach back there. Yeah. All right. I, I didn't know the first for the first couple of years. Arm length to body ratio. You know, some some other people have issues with it. it. It's all about it's all about how you bend and and, and how, how you, you bend. position your body. That's gotcha. why I do so good in the bed. And I can roll from side to side myself. Are you bragging right up. now? Is that what's going on? Oh yeah. I'm okay. Bragging. All right. Nasty, yo. <laughs> okay. You know how much work I put into this shit. Yeah, I, I, I just came into this shit and laying down for everybody. To say, yeah. You gonna do this and do no, no, no. I figured out my own way. Huh. I make it work hey, every that's fucking great. day. Yep. And one of the things that gets me through it on the topic of getting people through and the Bubba the Love Sponge show is being able to type into a fucking chat first. Yeah. First summit. God bless Bubba the Love Sponge and the Bubba the Love Sponge show. And all the other E's and things that I put in in a full mm. fucking hour time period. Yeah. Where today I sat here with my dick in my hand. Oh, dear. Accomplishing nothing mm -hmm. with plenty of ideas and plenty of thoughts and plenty of opinions. Couldn't get them out. And wisdom and jokes and everything in between. And I had, and I had to hold it all 
in. Mm. And it was awesome of Maria Guatemala. She passed a couple of messages along She's to all the, the people sweetest. that wish me good warning and yeah. they didn't know where the hell I was. Right. So I They probably I thought you were dead, you know, because you got medical know. issues and well, yeah. that's what everybody thought in the YouTube mm. chat. That's the first thought process. Whatever whatever But I'm he's not, not first, dead. He's very I'm much alive. Anywhere. Oh, I'm still alive, and I'm not going anywhere, no matter what. I don't care. Block, <laughs> ban me. I'm laying on. I'm being on locals too. Wherever okay. I'm, that locals account for me is done, canceled. Yeah. So I, I didn't cancel it. I would never. I was timed out on Twitch too. Okay. He fixed that on Tuesday, last Tuesday. This. I'm Tuesday, sorry. I'll let anyway, you keep going. Oh, all man, right. I, I was gonna let you keep going because I know that you know you've been keeping all this in for the last. What four or five hours? So I, I just I get, get it out before the weekend, buddy. Well, this is the killer. Had I done something wrong? Had I said yeah. something wrong? Hell yeah! Fucking damn me, block me from right. life. I don't fucking care. But I didn't do a fucking thing. Nothing. I I paid Brian a compliment and I complained. Yeah. About well, I think that you just answered your own your own question. Too. You know. Yeah. I guess it it's the. Th- I don't know if we should be complimenting Brian anymore. You know. If that's what keeps getting you in trouble, along no, with other that things, didn't get me in trouble. That that's that's why I, the last thing I said on the Rumble chat, I went over to the YouTube chat, a chat thing. Sorry, my mouth dry. I started buffering on every on all oh. things, and then I'm just like that happened, and then my mother told me in that split second, hey, the PTA just called out. And I'm like, oh my god, it's every day it's something, but. I'm not complaining. I'm still positive. <laughs> I mean, you are it. complaining, but hard to smile. Yeah. Hey, that's it's great. Hard to smile. It is hard to smile, but you're but you're smiling through, smiling. you you know the, the the hard times or whatever they say. You're getting through Man, it, buddy, and we're proud of you for I'm it. Sorry to bother you with this. No, you're not bothering me. No, I you're you're one of the only people that has my back, and I appreciate you because I know you get a lot of shit and for defending me. You know, I and I appreciate that because most people would just give up or they would just be like, yeah, she sucks or they would just hate me or they would just be silent. You know, they would just be complicit in all the hatred, but not you. You stand up for my honor. And I appreciate that. Yeah, it did get me in trouble recently. I forgot yeah, what I did, but it started a war. Yeah, regardless, yeah. I'd ask your opinion one last thing and then I got to sure. run. Um, you ain't running nowhere. Go ahead. Your opinion? Would you yeah. mind? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So when, when, let's say you're in a chat situation or a group chat or even a group text, whatever, sure. and somebody wishes you dead, if somebody says, huh. I hope you die, Interesting. okay, yeah. and nobody else says anything to that person in your group chat, your friends, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'd probably just heart it at that point. Um, why are you in oh, a group chat with friends? the hell out of it. Oh, you mean you were just in chat? I... I assume you weren't in a in a text message thread with friends and someone sincerely wished you it's, death. I'll just tell you where it was. It was Tampa uh, Tampa Terry's group chat in in Insta. Yeah, and and the guy just came in there and he just started saying the worst things over and over nonstop. Yeah, I, I know what that's like. One of them. Yeah, but it's like oh my god, you're wishing death. Constantly, I hope you die. I hope you die right now. Why don't you go out in the street? It's just nonstop, nonstop. And I'm like, but I'm looking at my friends in there, the people that are, we always have nice and great conversations, and nobody's saying anything to this guy while he says all that. Well, so this I is how I would take it. All right. Media. All right. This is, what I would, this is how I would take it. Number one, obviously, it, it's, it, it appears that this man or woman, I assume it's a guy, is not your friend. And then for everyone else that was silent, 
I think that they are probably just like, that guy's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, and I don't want to fucking piss him off because he's probably has a loaded pistol in his gun looking for people to shoot. So they're just like, I'm staying out of it. I'm just going to play Switzerland right now. Um, I would give those people that were quiet just the benefit of the doubt. You know, what are you going to, what can they really accomplish by being like, don't say that. It's just like useless. So they're just like, let this crazy kook say his thing. And we're just going to be quiet and kind of move on with our day. I think that's how you should take it, Joe. Yeah, I do have to let you go. I got a lot of calls. I got a lot of calls. Oh, I, hey, I got to run. God bless. All right. God bless. Sorry, Joe. Enough is enough. Hello, who's this? Yo. What it do? Hello? Yes, it's you. Welcome to the Honor Homo Show. Oh, thank, sweet. Thank yeah, you for calling um, in. So first, I just wanted to mark out because I love you on the show. Oh, thank you. That makes two people. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and secondly, I was to derail the show, but I missed the last 45 minutes of the big show. Sure. Did you, did you get into the Ronnie talk? He did, yeah. So Ronnie, he reached out to Ronnie yesterday and texted him asking if it would be a good time to call, which I think is a fair move. Uh, Ronnie is sick or no, he got the a vaccine or whatever. So he was feeling a little under the weather. So he said, now's not a good time. Not feeling great. So then Bubba just texted him exactly what he would have told him over the phone. Hey, I'm sorry. I really want to come to your wedding. I got in my own head about this shit. You know, I was kind of just thinking about myself and I do apologize. I would love to be there for the wedding. And Ronnie said something to the effect of like, let's talk tomorrow meaning today. Oh, boy. So I, in a good way, like he was just like, I want to talk this out in person is the vibe I got. And they said at a time, how about, you know, 3 p.m. Eastern because Ronnie's in Vegas. And so they're set to right. talk. And Bubba wished him well because he obviously wasn't feeling well. So I, they're, they're set to talk in person today at 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And I think everything's going to be just fine. It's, yeah, sorry. I missed the last no, week, so no, I you're good. No, it was literally the uh, tail end of the show, so it's all good. Donna, you're the best. Oh, thank you. God bless. Thank you so much. Um, back to the boob job thing. This is something that actually really perplexed me during my studies when I was in grad school before I dropped out. So for those that don't know, I went to grad school. Again, didn't graduate, so don't give me credit for it. Just wasted a bunch of money, as I do. Um, went to grad school for evolutionary psychology with an emphasis in mating strategies, because that always, I think mating strategies intrigues everybody. And most people just think it's like a, like a cultural thing. They don't, and, and to some degree it is some of it, like the, the technique and the strategies perhaps are, you know, can be influenced by one's culture and, you know, they, I don't know how, how much they do Tinder and fucking, you know, Saudi Arabia. I, I don't know, but, uh, Everybody is always interested in sex and um, how to uh, courtship, dating. Those things seem to intrigue almost everyone I know. People are always interested in not necessarily like what you're wearing. I like couldn't care less or, you know, your hobbies. A lot of people don't care. But almost everyone is, is like, oh, who are they fucking? Who are they dating? Who are they talking to? You know, that sort of thing intrigues the human mind. Um, it seems like everybody. And that's cross-culturally. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I studied mating strategies in, in grad school and, you know, you learn, again, what I loved about studying it is that it wasn't 
it wasn't culturally based. It was human universals. So the same sort of psychological mechanisms that are are present in every human. So whether you live in Japan or you live in L.A. or you live in uh, France or uh, Ghana, whatever, it, it, the same thing is people are looking for roughly the same things. Men across the board are looking for this and women across the board are looking for that. And I liked that. Because then it, it, it places a lot more, ooh, what do we got here? Tease with the $40. Thank you very much, Tease. God bless you. Tease is just such a joy, just a light in my life. And I, I love her and she's fantastic. Thank you so much, Tease. Um, yeah, so human universals. Um, sorry, I got a little squirreled. Men across the board are typically interested in youth fertility, uh, you know, vitality, and looks, essentially. Because looks, again, is a proxy for health. That's the whole thing. Not necessarily. I mean, some I've seen some beautiful people die from cancer and this, that, and the other. But typically speaking, and I, 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 you know, this would make sense, especially asymmetries. And the reason why the face is so important is because you got a lot of little features right next to each other. And it's usually a proxy for the rest of the body. So if you ha- if you're pretty asymmetrical in your face, you probably got maybe one arm that's longer than the other, and these toes are longer than theirs toes, and whatever. So facial symmetry is like when we look at someone's face. I don't want to say like the hotter you are, the more healthy you are. I don't want to make any you know drastic sort of uh, uh, claims like that. But typically, it. A more symmetrical face is indicative of more robust, is it more robust genes maybe? I don't, I'm not quite sure because here's the thing, here's the thing, like nobody, everybody's genes codes for like the, the, the lateral parts of the body to be identical, right? It's, it's really not like, okay, your right arm is going to be this long and your, and your left arm is going to be that long. It's, it's, it's typically your arms are going to be X length long and then usually things in utero or maybe mutations come in and that fucks it up. And that's how asymmetries are formed. But everybody is coded for, for being perfectly symmetrical unless it's some you know genetic defect or whatever. But typically, most of the time... You are supposed to be identical from the right side of your body to your left side of your body. But then in utero, maybe, you know, maybe mom drank, maybe, you know, your genes weren't so robust and there were a lot of mutations and things didn't code well properly, whatever. So typically health, beauty, uh, or, or sorry, beauty is a proxy for health, typically. So men across the board are primarily interested in that. Like that, again, that doesn't mean they're not interested in anything else. It doesn't mean they're not interested in your personality, ladies. They are. But the first thing that they need to check off their list is if they want to fuck you. Are you physically attractive to them? You know, whatever. But if if you can cross that threshold, then other things seem to play more of a role. You know, like, do I really want to put up with her shit? Is she, you know, because we've all heard of the hot, crazy matrix sort of thing. You know, the hotter you are, the more you can get away with. That's just in life. It doesn't matter, really. And I would say, I would say men and women. Like, if you're, you know, if you're a fuck boy and you're super hot, like, women will still sleep with you. But if you're a fuck boy and you're fucking gross and, like, you know, five foot one, no one... 
you you don't even have the opportunity to be a fuck boy because no one was fucking you anyways. Like so, you know, unfortunately, I feel bad, but it is what it is. A one three ninety Bubba. So that's the the female side of things. The male, or sorry, that was the the male. What males are looking for in women. What women look for in men, typically, by and large, the first thing that they are concerned with is uh, resources. And again, status, power, hierarchy, social hierarchy, that sort of thing. That is a proxy, a proxy for resources. How how many? What's your access to resources? Because I am probably going to be pregnant. I'm not saying me, but just as the the female mind is like, I'm probably going to be pregnant. Um, I'm I'm not as strong as you. I will need protection from predators, and I need someone to provision and provide for me. So I want a guy, you know, with typically you know bigger than me and bigger than most men. And I want someone who has money or access to resources so that they can provide for me and my young, our young, whatever, that sort of thing. Again, that doesn't mean other things don't come into play, but those are, by and large, across cultures, like there's a guy, Professor David Buss from Austin University, met him a couple times. He is big in the evolutionary psychology game, and he did this groundbreaking study where he went to or took data from, I think it was like 22 different cultures, and they all said the same fucking thing. Like, women were looking for this. Again, doesn't mean they weren't looking for other things, but he was like, forced choice, what's the most important thing to you? Most of the women said this from the 22 cultures. They asked men the same question. Out of all these qualities, rank them. You know, from most important to least and by and large, 22 cultures said the same fucking thing. And that kind of goes to show, okay, maybe it's not just socialization unless we're all socialized the same way, which seems unlikely. It seems to be the fact that these are just ingrained biological features of our brain of things that we look for. So going back to the boob job, one of the things that perplexed perplexed me the most while I was in grad school, because we would obviously talk a lot about sex and attraction and what men want in women and what women want in men. We would typically stay away from homosexual couples only for the reason of it. It just kind of muddied the water. So we would just kind of keep it heterosexual most of the time when we were looking at studies of what men want in women, what women want in men. Because a lot of times, especially like at least with with gay couples, is they're looking for the same things as heterosexual men, but it's just the target of the sex is different. So they still want like a hot guy, even though they can't reproduce with him. That like it looks are more important to them. And and the same was with with lesbian couples. It's like okay, it was more about yeah, intimacy. They moved much slower. Sex was maybe not the most important thing. They weren't as concerned with like looks. They were, you know, more emotionally in tune with each other. So anyways, needless to say, the thing that confused me the most was the was like the idea of like false advertising, right? So it's like you see a woman who you know has fake breasts, who you know has fake hair, who you know has fake eyelashes, who you know has fake nails, who you know has uh, a fake tan, fake hair, fake hair color. I'm not saying I'm, you know, I've, I've engaged in some of these things. Whatever the case may be, fake lips, fake everything, yet you're still sexually attracted to her. Like, even though, not, and you could be told that she could be like, everything about me is fake. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? 
It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only $15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. And she and or you could just see her and know that it's fake. But the male brain and I'm just using the male brain as an example doesn't care. I don't give a fuck. I know it's fake. I'm even if it's false advertising. And her, you know, because I'm, I'm assuming, you know, big, full, voluptuous breasts are a sign of fertility and health, right? You don't want some fucking, like, droopy-ass little, you know, flapjack willies. You know, you want someone who, who has enough fat on their body to sustain a life and all those sorts of things. And it's youthful to have full, round breasts. Like, all the, everything that you see in plastic surgery, everything, resembles youth, no one's getting anything done cosmetically, whether it's Botox or Morpheus or breast augmentation or facelift or whatever. No one is trying to look older. Everyone is trying to revert back to how they looked when they were younger or they or to just look younger. You know, not necessarily because maybe you were gross in your 20s and you got hotter in your 30s and now you're like, fuck, I got whatever, loose skin and gross titties and I want to fix it. Okay. So you're always trying to look younger. So even if you know, like, even if you know it's fake as a guy, let's say, because guys are more preoccupied with looks uh, when it comes to women. Even if they know it's fake, they're still attracted to it. They're not really turned away or, uh, I mean, unless you start looking like an alien. But as long as the work is good, the guy won't really care. He doesn't care that your breasts are fake. He won't care. That your lips, your eyelashes, your, you know, we went through the whole litany of things. Your hair is fake. Like, they don't care. Even if it's obvious that it's fake or they're told it's fake or both, they don't care. And I remember at, talking to my professor about this. I'm like, that seems to be interesting because you would think that you would want an honest sign of fertility, youth, da 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 
you would want an honest sign of that and you would want to see what someone really looked like before you potentially, you know, committed to them, mated with them and had children with them. Like, I would think that those things would be important to not only to assess, you know, are they beautiful X, Y and Z, but also to to assess are they actually beautiful or are they lying to me, you know? So I remember asking my professor about this and he was also like, hmm, I don't know. And the only thing that I could come up with is the fact that it is affecting like a lizard part of the brain, not the prefrontal cortex, like deep in the in the center of the brain, maybe the hypothalamus, something like that, where they see it. They know it's fake. They know it's false advertising, but it still arouses them sexually. That was the only thing that I could come up with, that it was more of a trigger, even though you know it's fake, even though you know that they're not 25, that they're actually 40 or whatever the case may be. It didn't fucking matter because it was still triggering a, you know, let's just call it a lizard, more primitive part of the brain. That's the only thing I can come up with. What do you guys think? 813-90-BUBBA. How do, you know, I'd like to hear from some of the men out there that are listening. Do you, do you care if a woman has, you know, fake versus real breasts? I'm sure it depends on what the breast looks like. You know, if I had like, say, a double mastectomy, and I, I don't for those that are wondering, I've had, these are my, this is, this is what I got. I had something like that. Or, uh, you know, I was disfigured in some way, like more than natural. And I was like, I, I think I would get a breast augmentation done to like look normal. Like if how I was looking now was like attracting negative attention. Like, why is she? Is she a guy? Like, I mean, I know you guys are all going to say that I do, but whatever. If we're, if we're being intellectually honest here and it, it was like to the to the point where it was like it made me look out of place or odd and I was attracting negative attention and getting surgery would just make me blend more Then I think I'd be probably more open to it, obviously. But if I'm trying to get more attention, even though it's positive attention from getting like a breast augmentation, I, I, that's not what I'm looking for. So I'd like to hear from the guys out there, 81390Bubba. And if we could just like put aside the, machismo and the like the bubba isms is like oh fuck, fuck out fuck like for real real like what do you guys think do you care are you completely ambivalent about it is it just the end product like who cares or is are, are there some guys that would prefer natural for whatever reason they like the feel they just like to i don't know i don't know what your reasons would be i'm assuming most guys don't give a fuck as long as it looks good so uh, let me know, 813-90-BUBBA. But until then, we will get into what I'm doing this weekend, which is facing one of my biggest fears, um, the cold. I hate the cold. You know, I am more than happy to torture myself with heat. Love saunas. Um, I will not eat for, you know... There's been periods of days where I fast to prove something to myself. I don't know. I put myself through grueling workouts almost daily. You know, when I go to the gym, I don't, I don't putz around and I get choked out, not choked out, out, but you know, I, I had people pull arm bars on me yesterday and, uh, choke, try to choke me and kill me. And, uh, yeah, for those that don't know, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. 
And yesterday I had a private with Rob Kahn and he was showing me how to do um, a move called the what time is it grip. And it sucks, but a lot of times it's tolerable when it comes from other people, but not from Rob Kahn. Like it tinged a part of my brain where I was like, ah, and he's like, that's exactly what you're going for or what you should be aiming for. Because when you get to that level of pain, all you want as, you know, as the opponent, when you're doing this to your opponent, all your opponent wants to do is just alleviate that pain and they make all the mistakes. So if you can inflict enough pain on someone, they will forget their technique because the reaction to the pain is so great that they, you know, extend an arm, you grab the arm, you throw the, the leg over, you pinch the knees, you fall back, you get a beautiful arm bar. So he was just showing me how to hurt people. Uh, constructively so um, yeah so I can do all that sort of shit but tomorrow and I've been talking about this for ages but I was too much of a pussy to do it but sometimes you just gotta you just gotta bite the bullet and uh, I already paid for the the class I'll be taking the cold plunge class that I'll be taking because they, they teach you how to breathe properly you know they don't just dump you in the in the ice bath. So uh, I've been fearing this and talking about it for a long time. So we're actually going to do it because this is how we conquer our fears and grow and develop as people. With that said, hello. Welcome to the program. Anna. Brian. Anna. I'm a little upset with you. Why? Because I, I didn't snipe Florida Stanley. Yes. Florida Stanley, call in again so I can hang up on you. No, it doesn't count, man. I really did didn't see dirty. it until afterwards. No, I love you. You did me dirty. I'm, I I do apologize, and I wish I could give you oh, a, a refund, but I don't know how because right. it's not my money that you, you know, it's the different account. I'll get a credit. Anyway, yeah. I recently broke up with this girl I was seeing for about three months, and uh, it was going really good. She was pretty, and uh, we were great in bed together. How old was she? Then she, she's 52. I'm 57. Okay. So it was cool. Okay. And uh, you're not going to believe this. Mm. So everything's going good. Mm -hmm. and one night we're out partying, doing some gimmicks, and she brings up this theory she's been thinking about. Oh, Jesus. And I just wrote it off as like, okay, whatever. She brought it up again, seriously. Flat fucking earth. No. She's in the, the Does she listen to Eddie Bravo or something? I broke up with her, broke up with her over it. I'm an engineer. I'm a freaking engineer. Yeah, listen, I, can't I get believe it. She brought I it up. Get it. Um, and she was like for real, real about it. For real. She wasn't for just real. high. Maybe she was high. You said you were doing gimmicks. That's the first time. The first time, but she brought it up like two times after that. Oh. Every time we would have sex, that would come into my mind and kill the moment. And I just broke that up. That would her. give you a soft yeah. penis when you would think about her yeah. thinking that the earth was flat. Earth. Killed it, yep. I mean, I've broken up with people for over less, so you know I can't really can't really judge there. Um, yeah. One more thing. Yeah. There is a correlation as to why I should accept it. She goes, "You smoke pot, and I know, and I accept that. So you should accept me being a flat earther." I was like, "What the fuck? You're crazy. There's no correlation there." Um. Well, it's no, weird because she's say saying a, that. And a Muslim or something. Well, no, it's just not. odd because she's saying that her own theory is like a flaw of hers. Or maybe she's saying that it's something that she she doesn't like about you that she accepts, and that this is something you clearly didn't like about her, and she should accept. Oh yeah, that right. But she said she didn't mind that. But that could be a point. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, well, anyway, it's over now. Hmm. Yeah. Has now she tried to contact you at all? Oh, yeah. I had a blocker from every everything because she kept fucking with me. Yeah. Can you, before I let you go, can you just. You go from like totally into someone and then uh, they, you know, just disintegrate. What, what were you going to say? Um. I was going to ask you what what is the because I obviously I'm not a flat earther, but what are their main talking points? Like, what do they what is the argument they present? I never I never heard her out on it because when she first told me seriously, she started crying because I made her feel like such an idiot. OK. Left, and then she came back a couple of days later. Yeah, of course. So we're going to talk it out. And it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I never really got into it. More, It's more like a uh, like a donut, but, but, but a donut that doesn't have a hole. It just like kind of I'm trying to think of what is it jelly filled. Like you were sitting oh. <laughs> like a, uh, a spear with a dip in it. So okay. like a bowl, almost like a bowl. OK. Yeah. They think it's like a bowl, like a saucer. Like OK. A bowl. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I just, I didn't know if they're like, the ocean okay. doesn't fall away. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Listen, I, I instructed a, one of my best friends from childhood. She told me that her current boyfriend, again, this was like maybe eight years ago, that her current boyfriend at the time, she found out he didn't know where Washington DC was. And he, we oh were, we were what? 28 at the time. He was like 28. All right. Okay. She tells me, she's like, uh, his name was Patrick. She goes, Patrick doesn't know where Washington, D.C. is. I was like, what the fuck? How did you find this out? You know, what happened? Tell me. And it was fucking with her, kind of like it was that flat earth deal was fucking with you. So I go, well, walk me through this. Well, they wanted to go, they both did salsa. And they wanted to go to a salsa congress, is what they call it. Salsa congress in Washington, D.C. So he's like, fantastic. Was this guy American? Yeah. I mean, he was Mexican, oh, but he was boy. born in the States. He was in the fucking military. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, God what was damn. he, a Navy uh, corpsman? Something like that. He was like a, a kind of like a medical guy, but, you right. know, not a doctor. Right. Um, Clearly. And they were talking about going to Washington, D.C., and he's like, this is great. Let's do a road trip. So she's like, we live in San Diego. You want to do a road trip to fucking D.C.? But she was like, okay, well, you know. Throw it out there. So he's like, well, it'll be great. We'll go. He's like, I got I got family in Oregon. And um, we can just shimmy all the way up to, you know, to Washington. Yeah, right. So I went, oh, my God. And listen, I thought it was in Washington State, too, when I was in third grade. Like, I that, you know, you go, wait, wait, wait. wait. I thought Washington. They go, no, that's Washington State. Washington, D.C. is on the East Coast. And then you go, oh, okay. First grade. Right, right, exactly. So this guy fucking didn't figure it out until he was like 28 years old. And my friend calls me thinking I'm going to be like, you know, oh, I'll give the guy a break, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you got to let this one go. And they'd been dating for like four yeah. years. And she goes, really? Wow. I'm like, you know, let's just call her Betty. I was like, Betty, if he doesn't know this, what else? doesn't he know you know then it's just this vast pandora's box of like fucking i almost said the r word just you know just completely you know lack of knowledge when it comes to most things that people should know you know Mm -hmm. it's just this vast open space and i go you don't want to find out what's in that box so i would end things well they dated for a year more and then they broke up you know for other reasons but uh that was i think the trigger so all right. Yeah. I will 
talk to you later. All right. Thanks, Brian. Sorry about the missed right. snipe. Uh-huh. Appreciate uh-huh. it. Bye. All right. Don't hate me. Uh, hello, who's this? Last call of the day. Hey, Anna. Yeah. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you too, sir. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with right now? This is Thunder Chicken. Thunder Chicken. What's going on? Oh, just wanted to call in and tell Brian what an idiot he was. I missed the second half of his call because I was uh, ringing your line. But um, what a dumbass. Flat Earth women are like the freakiest, kinkiest, most family-oriented, smart, um, independent, non-programmed, unvaccinated people I've ever met. Um, Hmm. I love them. My goodness. Uh, Have you had a lot of experience with Flat Earth women? And are you yourself a Flat Earth man? Yes, I am. I have been since 2016. Are you for um, real, real, sir? Are you fucking with me? Is this like a troll job or? No, absolutely not. All right. I'll take your word and for it. Somebody as a teenager and I knew he wasn't stupid. I knew he wasn't crazy. And like in 2015, he goes, dude, you're flat. You got to. Who said that? Wait, sorry. Who said this? I missed the first part. Uh, a friend of mine from my teenage years. A friend of yours from your teenage years, who I'm assuming is also a teenager yeah. at this point. Tells you yeah, that yeah. Well, the Earth I'm is flat. I'm your age. Okay, I too am 35. No, I'm 36. But yeah, okay. So yeah. yeah, so this guy, your friend of yours, tells you the Earth is flat. You go, you're a fucking R, and but yeah. you look into it because he's your friend. And then what? What do you find out? Um, I found out. You know, we definitely never went to the moon. He was like, "Well, why are they lying about this?" And then you look into it. Um, you know, like you don't feel like you're spinning. Oh, inertias and this and that. But like when you watch the sky, inertias, this years, and that. These are your arguments, sir. I need more concrete evidence. Well, I want, I want to be convinced. I want you to present it to me because I want to understand. It took me six months. Okay, like, I was laughing for the first six months. But like as you research it and you, you do your own independent studies and how the Earth curves at eight inches per mile squared. So that means that every mile you're looking over, it drops uh, eight inches. And then it's um, at 10 miles at 66 feet. And if you go out uh, mm. on Tampa Bay, like I was at Apollo Beach and looking at the uh, Tropicana Stadium, yeah. two foot off the water, you do the math. There's like 100 foot of missing curvature. Where's this missing? Where's this curvature? Why can't I see this thing? It defies the math of spherical trigonometry. Okay. Can, uh, now I'm a bit more convinced that you are you are actually a legit flat earther. Now explain to me why there would be conspiracy in your mind for a spherical earth. Why would that be the the going narrative? Why would they try, they, whoever they are, why are they trying to conceal the fact that the earth is actually flat? Because when you think you're an evolved monkey on a spinning ball, that there is no creator. I'm not siding with any religion, but like there's some intelligent design and creation that we're in, a divine experiment. We're little pets or you know, research experiments. It's very Gnostic. If you get into the ideas of Gnosticism, this uh, makes a lot more sense to me. Like the whole religion thing and how it's religare comes from Latin. It's to regulate and force codes and policy on people. But I mean, because. All right, go ahead. Well, that's the idea that, you know, why um, NASA and in ancient Hebrew, Nasha means to greatly deceive. Um, but it's, it's the way that they, they've. I thought it was an acronym. Well, it, it, yeah, not actually studying anything, NASA, but uh, in Hebrew, it's Nasha, like there's a, an extra consonant in there, and okay. it means to greatly deceive. And if you do the math of it, you know, the Earth is tilted at 23.4 degrees. Well, what's left? 6.6. Six, six, six. We're uh, spinning around the Earth 
at 66,600 miles or kilometers. Are you trying to say that's like a devil thing with the triple six? Yeah, it's Masonic math. Um, I mean, like everybody that's been to space was a Freemason. It's really, it's a lot, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a coincidence analysis. Oh, I like they, that. They don't, they don't add up, you know? Huh. Um, but okay. So, so why, but why, why would they be trying to convince us that the earth is really a sphere? Like, what is the, what's the point of that? Like, well, just, you know, why is, why are they trying to conceal the truth? To an atheist. I was an atheist for many years because that's where logic of science will lead you. That's where it leads you. Yes. Um, but when you find out that it's not true, um, you go, well, wait a minute. Like, well, why is this? Why are they lying? And that's just, that's so, uh, so you are an atheist. Is that correct? I, I, I can't. No, not anymore. Okay. So you're, all right. So you're saying that the atheists believe like the hard sciencers or, you know, in quote, the hard sciencers believe that it's round and those people are godless heathens. But you now understand that there is some sort of divine uh, design when it comes to, and by flat, you just mean it's more like a like a like a dime, like a coin, like like that. To me, it's like we live in a snow globe. You know, it's like there's a, a firmament, which is a uh, Werner von Braun, the founder of NASA. And well, I know who he was. Operation Paperclip, yes, sir. Yes, yes. On his headstone is Psalms nineteen one. In Psalms 91, in the King, King James Version Bible. It says, I hate Jews. No. It says, oh, it doesn't. Uh, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Because um, independent tests, like, we can't really get above 72 miles. There's a barrier. There's some kind of firmament. And that's what uh, it's, it says in ancient texts, and not just the Bible, Hebrew, Nordic. Um, you know, in the beginning there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and he divided the waters above from the waters below. And that's kind of what, you know, it's a snow globe. We're some divine pets in a reality show. But you just said the Earth is flat. I don't know. Can't we be in a spherical snow snow globe? Like, why is the Earth flat? Like, why do you think, you just think the science, here's the thing, you're claiming that, you're just saying the science doesn't add up, so why would that make you believe in God more? That's what I'm asking. Because I went out and I've done my own um, observations. Uh, of God? Cameras with, with no, of, of spherical trigonometry. There is no curve. Water is flat. Like the land, the topography of the land is, you know, the lay of the land. But like water rests flat. There is no curve over large bodies of water. It does not curve. Okay. So so why now do you believe in God? Like I'm trying to, to connect those two things and I'm not quite getting it. Why did being a flat earther or becoming a flat earther reinvigorate your, your uh, belief in God? Because this could not have come to be without, by chance. Something created it. And I was like, I'm not like, God's a loaded term. I just say creator. Okay, Something creator. Created. That's fine. Whatever. It, same thing is what I'm talking about here. But why couldn't have God, like, so when you see the spherical earth, you're like, God couldn't have, cre- or the creator couldn't, no one could have created that? Well, that's the chicken and the egg question. Like, something created it. You know, like there's a higher power, there's a divine plan. Right, but again, on. sir, I get it. I, I understand. If, if there's a creator, he could have, or she, or whatever, it could have created the earth to be spherical or could have created the earth to be flat. You're suggesting it's flat, and then you said that you used to be an atheist, and I'm assuming that meant, meant you used to believe that the earth was a sphere. Now you believe that the earth is flat and now you believe in God. So what is the connection there is what I'm trying to ask you for the 10th time. What, what, what about becoming a flat earther 
then you said, oh, you know, this couldn't have been this couldn't have happened by chance. Well, couldn't it have yeah, pretty much. OK, but then if That's it's a sphere, different. you didn't look at that and go, this couldn't have happened by chance. Well, and I used to think that because I was a big NASA fanboy. Like, I know all about that stuff. And that was my thing. It was like, oh, you know, the Big Bang. That's just like God skipping a stone in the in the pond. And we're just the the, yeah. the, the the residue of the ripples, you know. Like, even when I was a heliocentric guy, it, it you know, it's like. You're not no, a heliocentric it, guy? You don't think that the Earth goes around the sun? I am a geocentric cosmologist. The sun goes around us. All right. I don't even. I have no words. What's the geocentric? We are. The I understand what that is. The whole idea of other planets and like we can get in a, you know, Elon Musk sends a sports car into space and it looks so fake. It must be real, right? Do you and think that other planets are are bubbles. are concrete or just like a figment a figment of our imagination? Yeah. Repeat that question. Do you believe that other planets or celestial bodies exist, or do you just think that they are like a figment of? light or our imagination or something like that well when you look through them with independent telescopes you can, yeah. it's like you're seeing through a gas like it's we don't have no answers that's the, the mystery we don't have no it answers a mystery. science yeah. pretends we'll give you like an answer for everything it doesn't mean it's true you can that's you know, that's fair but so does religion you know and and, and at least to science credit a lot of times they go we just you know we think it's this but you know jury's still out on the deal yeah and i'm not here to defend religion Sure. I'm not religious. But you are, but you do believe in a creator. You're, would you consider yourself to be, I hate using this word, but like spiritual, right? Like the energy of the universe, something like that. Or does this go like beyond that? And it's like some creator who, and we're just like their project like that. Well, that's, that's, there's a lot of theories and no one in the flat earth community agrees with because it's mystery, but the idea of reincarnation the idea of we mm. are the universe experiencing itself and we are all just aspects mm. of God. Mm. The idea, you know, of the one shot Christian, you know, you're born and you're judged on whatever you do here in your time. And I don't yeah. buy this yet, but these are theories, you know. Um, Wait, but do, don't Christians believe in resurrection? Oh, but they don't believe in reincarnation. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I got you. Different, different shit. Um, so you believe in a creator and have you met other flat earthers? Like, do y'all like hang out and like be like, yeah, it's flat. Oh, Absolutely. it's fucking flat. And then you're like, it's super flat. And you're like, totally flat. And then you guys go home or like, well, it's not really that. We, we do you like, hey, I have like a pizza party and talk about flat earth shit. Yeah. Oh, nice. Kind of like that. There's Sweet. meetups all over the country all the time. There's a big one going on in Vegas next month that I'll be going to. Interesting. And like, what kind of people show up? Is it just. People like yourself who are independently interested in this sort of thing, or are there a lot of, I hate to say, like, credited people, maybe scientists or alternative scientists? I assume there's people like that that are like, yo, I'm a physicist, bro, and this shit is not shaking out. We flat as hell. Yeah, it's kind of like the engineers and architects for 9-11 Truth. There's plenty of doctors and engineers in the flat earth community. Sure, okay. Uh, People who used to work for NASA. Um, and they're like, it's hard okay. to find this shit on YouTube anymore. Everything's so shadow banned, and the algorithms just won't bring it to you. Yeah, you know exactly what to search for. It's hard to find. But like, I woke up in 2016. Nowadays, it's damn near impossible to find good content on this stuff because the muddy, the waters are so muddied with idiots, right? Controlled opposition, CIA psyops, and 
mm. Alex Jones types. Now, is it safe to assume, sir, that you also believe in other conspiracy theories as well? And if so, which ones are they? If you could just briefly list them off. I just want to correct your language on the belief thing. I'm sorry. Believing is the enemy of knowledge. Okay. If you don't have verifiable... How can I phrase this in a way that is congruent with what I'm trying to say? Um, I understand. I was just okay. What what is what is actually what's a lie? What was a lie that we thought was true, but you know the truth? What are those Rona. things? I mean, if Rona didn't wake up people, I don't really. There's no hope for them. Just, what what about Rona know. specifically? I like how you call it Rona. That's a little different. COVID uh, for those mass, that don't know. Mass cards, um, the forced vaccinations, and the greatest. Like no 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 no. no but I mean like what what about it? Like do you think it was a hoax? Do you think it wasn't, it was completely fabricated? Do you think it was real, but it just wasn't as bad as they said it was? Also, Daniel Hamilton, known as Farm of $20. Thank you very much, Daniel. Appreciate you. Keep uh, keep at the intermittent fasting and the weight loss and the walking. Uh, proud of you. Go ahead. I put, I, I put the Rona PSYOP into the same category. It, it, it's what it was to me, a psychological operation. I know what a PSYOP is, yeah. Waters. Okay, they're, but... They're, they're seeing which, which sheeps are going to be compliant and com- yeah, they were really compliant. trying to now. But here's the thing. This is how I view it. And let me know if we're kind of uh, in agreement here. But I believe Rona, as you call it, was a real thing. But it was like not as as deadly as they claimed it to be. They knew exactly where it came from. Obviously, they hid the origin story it came from a penguin and a bat and all that sort of shit. But I forget who said this quote, but it's like never let a good crisis go to waste. Right. So it's yep. like y- you have a situation here where you have um, an opportunity to really seize a lot of control from a lot of people. Let's capitalize on that. But I do think that yeah. COVID is a real thing. Like I did have it. You know, it wasn't the monster it was made out to be. I, I think I don't want to talk too much on the, you know, the bam, 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 because I don't want to get banned on YouTube. But is that what you believe? Like you believe it was a disease, but you just feel yeah, like it was manipulated. Like, okay. There's, there's there's interesting theories about it, you know, because like there's right. cycles through time. Yeah. You know, this could play into astrology. This could be the five G towers getting turned on and right. everybody's yeah. soup. Yeah. I mean, okay. There's different things that um but either way they knew it was coming and they planned to use it for an advantage to further seize power and control oh so not only do you think it was like a mistake but you're like this was fucking planned this was event 201 in the books ready to go okay i'm so glad you brought up 201 because that's like you know oh yeah event 201 like the the final the final checklist before launching the psyop and I even think they yeah. might have killed Kobe in that that helicopter crash. Oh like, shit! How that? How did? How? Because Kobe was gonna Kobe was gonna be like, "Fuck this shit! I ain't taking no vaccine deal." And so they're like, "We got to get rid of Kobe's." Oh, it's uh, dark occults, you know, black magic. These, this this shit is real. Uh, um, okay. they they know how to use it. I don't really know how to use it, but they seem to be pretty good at it. Hmm. The nine eleven spell. You know, what did 9-11 do? You know, uh, JFK, killing of the king ritual. He was the king of Camelot. And it was a ritual to kill him. And and that's what Alistair... It was a ritual or was it like a... Was there an objective? Was there something they were trying to accomplish and Mm -hmm. uh, JFK was standing in their way? So they, you know, shot his head off. That's what so many people get stuck in uh, the hamster wheel about. They think there's only one thing. It works like sacred geometry. It's like one point that connects to many other points to Mm. serve a higher purpose. Mm. You know, it's not just one reason they do anything. 
like the climate control agenda. And it's geoengineering. But they're calling it climate control because they're just trying to re- re-terraform the Earth for whatever reason. Now, when you hang out with other flat earthers, I feel like you guys kind of... Do you guys agree on on most things as real or not real? Like, is it pretty much assumed yeah. how, that most flat earthers are, you know, not going to be have the the vaccine? Uh, you know, what I'm trying to say, is it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. What about? Is there like a consensus on 9/11? Is there a consensus on JFK? Is there a consensus on X? You yeah. know? Yes and no. The, the devil is in the details, and some of the details we don't always agree on. Like 9-11, some people think it was CGI planes. Some people think it was remote control. You know? hmm. The little details we not all agree on. Um, but yeah, like the cons- general consensus, yes. You know, There's dark occultist magicians pulling the strings. That's your deep state. You okay. Know, people are a death cult that goes back 6,000 years, perhaps, you know, back yeah. to the worship of Moloch and Baal and child sacrifice and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. This has been around for a long time. Now, do you just assume that everything, yeah. like, is it default that anything you hear in the news, say mainstream, do you just default it to be untrue? Or do you look at each yeah. specific thing they're saying, go, I think this is true. I think this is not true. I think this is true. I think this is not true. Or do you just default to it, everything they say is a fucking lie, and so if they say X, it's the opposite of X. Uh, a lot of times it's a one Because that could yeah, be dangerous, right, too? It can be, yeah. Okay. The Maui fires. Let's talk about the Maui fires. Let's. Can we talk about that on YouTube before? Um, I don't know. We'll no, find no. out. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just well, go like, ahead. That's, that's one of the things that a lot of people might, my circles argue about was like, oh, it was lasers. It was dew. It's, you know, Mountain Dew came out with Baja Blast, like right before, or Maui Blast or whatever it was called right before it happened. What? Like, so it was like little signals. And if you put a blue Oh, like it was foreshadowing? Why would the fuck would they foreshadow that? Hey, we're going to Maui Blast, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, off you off this fucking island if you don't let us to your, give us your land? That's a good question. And didn't the number, wasn't it like... A thousand people were missing, and they're like, "Oh, it's going to be twelve hundred people dead." And then I saw a report like two days ago; it was like ninety-seven. Like it dropped. Yeah, this is what I mean. Like, it's really bizarre. The event happened. Maui, Maui burned, but like everything in the news is lies about it. You know, it's like the event happened, like Rona happened, but everything they told you about it was a lie. Hmm. But it did so, happen. Hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So Maui. So explain this to me. The fire happened. There were people that died. But you're saying it wasn't an accident. It was planned. No. And then what was the objective? Was it to get that land because it's valuable for, you know, people who have yeah, who own resorts? Reason, this is something. Yeah, this is, goes back many you know, centuries. Robber barons, you know, yeah. they want the land. People won't sell it. Burn it down. And that's why you know, they shut off water. They, they barricaded people. I made sure children were in their homes so there was no, no one to inherit the land. Yeah. You know? um, and, wow. and this also could be, like I said, they don't use, they don't do anything for any one reason. You know, if there is dark magic and it's charged by death and suffering, this is a great way to. When you say dark spell. magic, you don't really mean magic, magic, right? Is that just a euphemism for magic? Not Harry Potter shit. No. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know what you're saying to me. I'm trying to. I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to get in the head of a flat earther here. You know, this is uncharted territory yeah. for me. Oh, I, I I listen to you every week. I'm very big yeah. into health stuff as well. Oh, that's fantastic! Once, once you wake up, once you wake up to the spinning ball, you wake up to everything else. It's like, oh, they're poisoning us for for profit. I just oh. don't understand why they would lie about the the circle thing. 
the the marble like why what's the point of that like why are they trying to conceal that the earth is actually flat like what is the advantage there it's just like hidden history human history if you don't know where you've come from if you don't know where you are how can you know where you're going they take your power away if you realize that's i mean everything is done to manufacture consent because the power of the governed is derived from the the consent of the okay but how does getting everybody on board about the the shape of the earth lead to what you're talking the fears that you have about you know not thinking differently or um control like i said i'm not a fan of religion but the people were steadfast in their dedication to a belief you know an, uh, an idea well who's the first person that was touting that the fucking earth was was round i i know galileo was was touting the the heliocentric deal and they burned him at the stake for that or whatever and then like 500 years later, the Catholic Church was like, sorry, our bad. But Yes, and it's actually uh, a Jesuit. The Jesuits are really big in this. Don't get me started on the Jesuits. All right. uh, George LeMay, All a right. Jesuit scientist, okay. formulated the Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory came from a Jesuit scientist. I mean, you okay. I mean, I also understand that back in the day, everybody believed in God. Like, there were no atheists around the time of, like, say, Charles Darwin, who was kind of like a low-key atheist. And if you read, like, the last page of The Origin of Species, I think that was written in 1859, he said something to the effect of, like, oh, I think, but God, God's real. God has to be real. Something about, like, paying homage to God because he didn't want to get burned at the stake by, you know, the, the, the Church of England. So he was like, oh, God's totally real. But, you know, low-key, I don't think he believed in God. But so when you say a Jesuit scientist, if they're doing the science in, in the time of whatever, anything before 1900, like no one was an atheist. And you didn't want to say that you were an atheist because you were fearful that you might be fucking burned at the stake by, you know, for being called a, 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 a heretic or something like that. Yes, there were not atheists, but there were Satanists. Satanists, okay. you know, it's all self-serving material. Are they atheists, though? Are Satanists atheists? Am I an, a Satanist and I didn't even know it? Perhaps, you know. You, no, oh, you're not, shit. No, not at all. But but a lot of these people, I think, are, you know, especially, you know, uh, I hate to get into the left-right dichotomy of, of Republican and Democrat, but de- Democrats seem to be the ones with the least family values, no belief in higher power. And, and just like I said, the God word is loaded. Higher power, creator, something beyond this mortal life. Um, and so many people don't believe it exists anymore. So where do you, I mean, it's weird because you're saying, uh, you know, it sounds like you believe obviously in a creator, which makes me think you're more like on the right side of things, which uh, it's probably what you are. Are you more like a libertarian kind of guy deal in terms of like freedom, leave me the fuck alone sort of thing? As long as you're doing no loss, injury, or harm to others. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I figure. It's not my place to judge you. As long as you're not hurting other people, hurting animals, I don't care. Right. You know, we're all here to have some kind of life experience. Like, the, we can get into the whole meaning of life thing, and uh, that's very interesting. But, you know, the idea of a, of a, a Luciferian satanic simulation, where this is a like, Luciferian, you know, can you say that again? A Luciferian satanic simulation, which is what we're in right now, according to you? Yeah, like the Matrix, you know? Yeah, the Matrix. I don't necessarily yeah. think we're in a pod plugged into, a, you know, an AI grid somewhere, but yeah. I don't rule it out. Listen, I don't rule anything out because everything that I, I mean, I remember where I was when I found out a peanut wasn't a nut. Okay. That fucking rocked my world. When I found out that a dolphin, when uh, an orca was actually a dolphin and not a whale, even though it's called a killer whale, rocked my world. Okay. And and it it shakes you to the point where you're like, what the fuck else was I thinking this whole time that I was 100% right on and I was wrong? 
Like I remember where I was when I was I was probably in second or third grade, found out a tomato is a is a fruit, not a vegetable. You know, that sort of thing yeah. shakes your your like your belief system. It seems like little things, but it's really not because you were so certain. I was so certain that a peanut was a nut. I mean, nut was in the fucking word. I was so certain that an orca was a whale and not a dolphin, and I was wrong. So, yeah, I when you when people present stuff like this to me, my initial reaction is to be like, you're a fucking idiot, like, whatever. But I always want to hear the other side because I'm a curious person, and if I'm fucking wrong and the earth is flat, then so be it, you know? Yeah, so. I mean, it's not a, a fact that is consequential to your life. You know, you either come back or you move on. Or sure, how, you, you know, don't have to be married to any idea. Um, yeah. now are you married to the idea of the earth being flat? Like, is a, is it so now ingrained in your identity that if new information came to light, you would go revert back to the, the spherical shape of the earth? Would that upset you? I just, I don't see a way where it's possible because of all the, like, I've okay, but just, test. can you, you just, know, listen, listen, yeah. here's one, here's the main, re, one of the main evidences, one of the proofs, not a belief that I could never go back for because our best laser test over water was 14 miles. We shined a laser beam over flat water, 14 miles, not an inch of curvature. doesn't exist. This is like a fact. You can't like, you know, how do you go back from that? Like I've watched not the an inch I've watched of Polaris and I've learned the stars. Right. And, you know, the sun, the earth doesn't tilt as it goes around. That's not what causes the seasons. It goes in a spiral. You know, like you got to look at the as a monthly equidistant map. Um, it's the closest representation that we have, we think. Uh, because it's how planes fly. They don't fly. They fly on straight lines in this map. You know, that's why if you ever wonder if you're going from Sydney, Australia to Buenos Aires, uh, South America, you actually pass by Alaska to do it. How does that make any sense? Um, I don't fucking know. And no plane, no planes fly over Antarctica. Like, oh, we're trying to preserve it for science and to protect the penguins, and it's all horseshit. Yeah. Do you know who this Sean Ryan guy is? <clears throat> You know, that that guy, I think he was like, a, I don't know, he was special ops, either Army or, or Navy SEAL, maybe. But he was, he had some guy on who was talking about, and I just, I don't, I can't even repeat what the, what the, the fucking words that he was saying. But it was some guy who was like, I have special knowledge, and I know that they have a fucking laser beam out there, and I had all the codes, and they're working on all these, like, nuke things, but not nukes. It's like next level shit, and there's the laser beams and the thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like a kind of well, I do without knowing. Because I've heard this copyright strike. Yeah. Oh. Um, but Bob Lazar, I was that's gonna... a good example. Oh well, I know Bob Lazar. That's the Area Fifty One guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, I know him. Know, I've seen all of his interviews, and like, I think he's really telling the truth. That's what you know. That's what the government showed him, so that he would go out and disseminate information and be authentic about it, because that's what he believes. Right. Um. I think these things are absolutely possible, and of course, the government has technology beyond our comprehension. Is that what you think um, the think UFOs are? Oh, this guy. The, okay, just really quick. Just really quick. I'm just going to play like a second of this, so we don't get a strike too bad. They've opened every single door in the facility. I had complete access to every compartment they manufactured. What are you blowing the whistle on? That there are technologies at the South Pole Station that people can't even consider that exist on this planet. All right, that's all I'm going to play, so I don't get it. But it's this Sean Ryan clip for those that are interested. And it's this guy who looks super fucking official. He has, like, some uh, fleece jacket on with an Antarctica uh, patch on it. I don't know. Check it out. I, I saw that. It was a short, and I was going to watch, like, the whole thing and just didn't, haven't yet. 
And I was like, whoa, is this guy the real deal? Is he this Edward Snowden of these fucking laser beam technologies that I had no idea about? I would like to know more. Sorry, sir. Go yeah, ahead. that does sound interesting yeah, because, yeah. like, directed energy weapons are definitely a thing. They've been around for a long time. Um, that's, that's how we shoot missiles down. Like, we definitely have directed energy weapons. Now, this idea of satellites in space, ha, ha, ha. Uh, ha, ha, ha. No such thing. No such thing. You can't get to space. You can't get to space. Uh, not as described. Yeah. I think satellite, because 99% of communications are underwater sea cables. Have you ever looked up the size of these cables? Yeah, I actually looked up recently Operation Ivy Bells. Are you familiar with this? During the the Cold War when we were um we were going underwater and collecting intel on the Soviets through their underwater communication channels. And it was like all analog and it was like such a pain in the ass, but that's how we were able to spy on the Soviets. Anyways, yes, I know about the cables. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, like Starlink, because uh, I've watched the satellites launched from uh, Starlink and like like a, a string of pearls in the sky. But like they have technology that we don't know about. Wait, so when and you NASA see these like rockets going to space, like NASA or SpaceX, you're just like, this is not real or. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're launching a rocket, but it just goes and lands in the water over in the Bermuda Triangle. When oh, so there's no like there's no space stations. There's no satellites. I've, I've, I've looked in the space station. Then how do you explain Sirius XM? Satellites. Or balloons. They're, they're on, NASA is the largest consumer of helium in the world, by far, 98% of it. Most of the helium produced in the world is bought by NASA. Is it possible what that they're using it for something other than balloons? Or no? Balloons with, balloons with you know, propulsion on it. That's how they keep satellites up there. That's what a satelloon is. Okay. All right, sir, it's getting a bit late in the evening, and I have to get going, but I want to appreciate I, I appreciate your time, and thank you for calling in, and at first I thought you were a troll, I was almost certain of it, and you have convinced me yeah. that you were not a troll, that you were in fact a real live human being with, uh, with these, with not thoughts and beliefs, but you know, with the knowledge, the truth, if you will. There's, there's a buddy of mine created an app, and I'm going to shameless plug before I go, the, uh, Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. All right. This is one of the biggest one that we could... What's your Zodiac sign, by the way? Shout it out. The uh, Flat Earth... You're a Scorpio, aren't you? Zodiac Clock app by Blue Water Bay. Got it. And this is how this is how most of us find each other and organize the meetups and have conversations and unvaccinated children. Fantastic. Sir, I gotta let you go. Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. God bless. Holy shit, blew my mind. Well, I know what I'll be doing after the show. YouTube, here I come. Flat Earth, baby. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.